the way that I teach personal branding is I look at the companies that are the best branded companies in the world and just apply what they do to humans. We have no great war, no great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. What do you think makes a successful personal brand? And why is it so important, especially nowadays, to have like a strong personal brand around your business? Yeah, I think like successful personal brand is what makes a successful brand. Like the way that I teach personal branding is I look at the companies that are the best branded companies in the world and just apply what they do to humans. And if you look at the best human personal brands out there, they're all doing exactly what like Apple's doing or what Google has done or what Amazon has done. And they just do it as an individual. And so I think there's a lot of elements, but I'll give you three that people can actionably take and focus on. The first one is having a mission, like just knowing what your mission is in life and shooting toward that direction with every action that you take. So you should be able to have a singular, focused, preferably definite mission that is just driving every single action in your personal life and business life. And as a man, you know, that's what we're here to do. We're here to, you know, ultimately leave our our biggest impact possible in a certain direction and you just need to choose that direction. And so every major brand has it, you know. Apple's mission is to create technology for people who want to change the world. And I'm sure they have some actionable like KPIs around that. Yeah, it, it bring up Iman because we met through Iman. Iman wants to revolutionize the education system, right? Like everybody, Sam Ovens wants to educate every human on earth. Quasi wants to collectively help every human on earth master their destinies. So what's, what's your mission while, while you're talking about them? Collectively enlighten every human on earth. Love it. Love it. It's a bit of more of a spiritual path, but, but yeah, so, so every human has that and then has goals along the way. And that's, a, you know, that's key. Um, and every major brand has that, you know, Google's major mission is to help organize all the world's information. That's Google. You know, so you have to have that driving thing. That's one. That's what makes powerful brand because people, as they see that, they see, oh, I want, I believe in this too. I want to latch onto this. The next one is having your origin story mapped out. Every major brand, we all know their origin stories. What's Apple's origin story? Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak built Apple computers in a garage. Right. Uh, everyone knows Jeff Bezos. If you're an entrepreneur, at least, like he spent 25 years building the infrastructure for Amazon. And started off as books and then just became the everything store. And now Bezos, like they know this, they just, they understand the background that Bezos has been through to get here. Yeah. And um, you could say in a, in a sense, in the service-based industry, the online edge stuff now, and man, like he's smashed it with his story. Like everyone knows. Everybody knows. Russia, Russia, single like, mom, like his whole abusive stepfather. Story. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the whole, yes, exactly. And, it's what, it's, and you're right because... And I was talking about this this morning as well, because I'm developing a new, a new company. I'll talk to you but at the end about it. It's really cool. But we, we said that like the brand is so important, the image, and also the founder of the brand, because people are not buying necessarily the product or the service. They're also buying, they're mainly buying you, you know? Yes. It's like exactly. it could be any fucking random dude in the world teaching people about finding friends. But if he's not, doing it himself or if he's like some lame dork no one's going to listen to to him you know which is where you've come in really well it's like you you're living the lifestyle you're walking 
like you're a walking product of what you offer. Yeah, like people buy Iman's agency navigator or uh, what Apex or you know what he's called, even GCC because of Iman. They buy because of his story and how he's been able to make himself by 22 despite all these circumstances. And there's a lot to relate to in that. And so a story, an origin story activates all these cognitive biases that make you really fall in love with somebody. And if you know your origin story and you're able to tell it through your brand, through your personal brand, it it becomes very influential, especially in business. Um, You know, that... (laughs) Like as difficult as Iman's childhood was, it has made him tens of millions of dollars because of that story. So, hundred percent, yeah. A, another key one that I would give is um, is creating a design language. So this is like a visual or auditory, really anything that interacts with the senses, senses that is artistic and that is design. And I think people in the business space could really benefit from learning. A bit more about art and design, uh, because you can communicate things through art and design that you can't with words. And I mean, take a, like a, a very simple example of design language is if you just look at an iPhone. I don't know if you have an iPhone, but you know this is an iPhone just by looking at the silhouette, like this mm. this black thing here, right? Yeah, that it's... is design. Yeah, I can tell immediately. Or even like the three cameras on the back. Like, oh, that's yeah. a design signature. Side on anything. Yeah. Yeah. Even, I mean, my phone background, it's actually close up, but that's a Basquiat painting, which is, you know, uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat is a painter, technically designer, and his paintings are worth tens of millions of dollars. Um, you know, like if you understand these things, let me think. Where, where else can we see design? I mean, on a, on the laptop that people are probably watching this on or that we're recording this on, you can tell it's a MacBook from a hundred feet away just because of the shape and the design of it. Um, you know, your mic, it, literally your mic that you you're using now. If anyone's in the online space, they know that so sure exactly. from any angle. And it's actually really, really, it's a good point. Like we, so with the business we're building, like we've taken a big dive into that. At the moment, it's like it's not just the design of things; it's also words. Like, kind of create your own language. Yep. Um, yeah. That's really like, like, dude. Like the amount of people in business, like building irresistible offer. Like, it's to me that's so fucking boring. Everyone's yeah. saying it. So we've completely switched that up, uh, and we actually teach clients to build a Formula One offering, which I think sounds way neater. It's fucking sick. And obviously, you need an offer before you start doing anything in business. You need to have your offer down. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I would encourage the actual thing I would encourage people in business listening is to, especially if you're building a, a course, but really anything in your business, just the way that I do it is I think about, okay, what, what is this? What have I learned this to be called? Okay. Irresistible offer, $100 million offer, offer you can't refuse. Well, what is, how, how would that make sense to me? Right. So, like, I, I mean, for course builder, we have something similar. Um, but to me, an irresistible offer, what is an irresistible offer? Well, if somebody ever invited me to Nobu, like to get sushi, that's an irresistible offer. And that kind of comes with an inside joke between me and my friends. But well, sushi, in course, sushi builder, offer. We, yeah, we call it a sushi offer. <laughs> so, if someone offers you sushi, you're just like, 
Yeah, obviously. Yeah. It's like yeah. the, the way that you react to that is how that people should react to your offer. So, so you kind of just think like, how would this term make sense to me? You put your own twist on it and it modifies it even just 3%. That's enough to um, have a bit more better branding and also create originality. Like originality, I think um, doesn't have to be this like completely new concept. You don't have to reinvent the offer but you can just twist it a little bit. So it makes more sense for specifically what you're doing. Virgil Abloh, late Virgil Abloh, founder of Off-White, head men's designer, Louis Vuitton. Like I learned this from him actually, where he said, you know, when he was designing Nike's, the Nike 10, like the, the, uh, um, the Air Force One and like all those other signature Nike shoes, he's like, I didn't want to like reinvent the shoes. I just wanted to modify them 3%. And that little tweak is what makes the shoe like recognizable still, but like completely different at the same time. So looking to modify parts of your business just by 3% can, um, can really like just add originality into your offer and make people remember you. And, um, and also genuinely like create something new, like, um, it it just, even if you're just rearranging old ideas, you are creating something that's unique to you and that no one's probably ever done before because it's coming from you. Hope you're enjoying this channel and these videos. If you like them, you can subscribe right here. There's a whole playlist about how to build a social circle from scratch right here with really high quality content. And then right here, you can learn about how I help men in Tribe Accelerator build a circle from scratch of high value men and women.